0: Apologizing for being you. This is where I dare you to be you. You are listening to unapologetically authentic with your host, Erin Reniger. This is where playing small is no longer an option. I'm going to help you live in your purpose and take action over perfection. Hey, hey, y'all welcome back or welcome if it's your first time today or we are going to discuss how purpose changes our path with a very special guest, which I believe we had had our past cross on purpose with our health and our wellness supplements and our passion to educate and inspire others to be their best. She started as a singer and a model, but felt this strong pull to learn more about natural health after dealing with an autoimmune issues, natural childbirth after having a C-section with her first child, and then turning to homeschooling her own children. Please welcome this beautiful natural health and wellness advocate, birth doula, and homeschooling mom,
1: Miss Autumn McLeese. Oh, thank you so much, Erin.
0: I love I'm so it. I'm excited so excited to have
1: you here. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me on.
0: So I really just want to, I want you to share with us like your journey, share what really pulled you to change your past, because that's really, you know, that's why I titled this purpose changes our past sometimes.
1: Yeah, gosh, where to start. So, you know, I think sometimes if we let life take us on the journey and we're open to exploring new avenues of doing things uh, and we are mindful of those convictions and we don't suppress them if you walk through that door you can become so much more and end up adopting a passion that you didn't know you had so that mostly applies to my birth but i will start with my health because that one actually started first. It was before I had kids. Okay. So here I was, you know, I was in like Hollywood a lot. We not, we don't live far from LA and I love to sing. I started off dancing as when I was young, you know, I kind of dabbled in a lot of things. I, I did some voiceover stuff. I, was actually the singing voice on like some Barbie commercials and oh, cool. <laughs> I know they're, they're, one of them is out there on YouTube. It's super fun to listen to. It sounds so old school though. Like it makes me feel so old because of how like the audio is it's like, oh wow, we're, we've really come a long way. But at the time, I mean, it sounded amazing. So anyway, um, so that was my life. Like I thought I was headed on that path and trajectory And then I ended up getting married and was still doing quite a bit singing. But this one day I was watching, this is such a funny story. I was watching an infomercial one day and this guy was on talking about natural cures. They don't want you to know about. And that struck something in me that apparently must have been there because I was really intrigued and I don't buy stuff from infomercials, but I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to buy this. I want to see what he has to say in this book. And little did I know that that book would open me up to the person that I am today, which is kind of crazy to think about. But I also took the initiative when I got that book to read it. And then as I read it, I dug in even more because the book awakened me to all these hidden ingredients that are actually harmful and damaging to our health. And that put a passion in me and kind of made me come alive in the sense that I wanted to be aware and be proactive and help educate others on what this hidden, harmful, toxic, food environment was amongst us. So one thing led to another, I ended up getting diagnosed with an autoimmune disease not long after, but I had this knowledge that I was like forming this foundation. And I called up a holistic doctor and I said, can you help me? Because my regular doctor couldn't help me. They said, we just have a medication. Good luck with life. Well, I'm the type of person...
0: You know. It's sad, but that's what the majority of the world is right now is a quick fix. Here's a medication. It's a band-aid.
1: Exactly. And there was something within me that said, No, I, I want to know why I have this and I want to fix it. I want to reverse it. I believe that our bodies are made in the perfect image of God and that he made them so that they can uh, heal themselves in so many ways with the right helpful tools, the right diet, um, you know, lifestyle changes and whatnot that needs to take place because you don't just get better from the same environment and the same lifestyle that you essentially got sick in. So I knew there was things I need to be aware of. I was just learning like ingredients and kind of opening my eyes up to this. So I started with this holistic doctor. Long story short, I ended up reversing this autoimmune disease. That's incredible. Yes.
0: So many people don't realize that that is a possibility. So many yeah. people just think here's this medication that you might be put on for you know six more after this because this keeps happening, but you actually are never healing the issue. You were just trying to cover it up. So many people think autoimmune it's not curable. Is that like
1: appropriate to say? Do you know what I mean? But right. can heal. And I think right. And I think that's kind of a controversial word, you know, like yes, curable, that's why. Like what is if really you can't curable. see this
0: on the podcast, right, there's air quotes around cure.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so It was an experience because essentially we reversed it through diet and supplements. And it was eye-opening to see how I needed to fix my diet uh, even more so than what I had learned. And essentially that meant me removing dairy and gluten. Now what I know is that so much of gluten, pretty much all of it, unless it's organic, actually contains glyphosate. And That's Roundup weed killer. So we are consuming this in our flour, um, in pretty you know pretty much everything. Or most foods have some sort of flour, and um, and then dairy has lots of hormones, uh, antibiotics that they give you know the cows and whatnot. So I had to remove these foods, and I then took months to change my diet, um, take certain supplements and then got some really great blood work back. And, uh, and that was the day of celebration for sure. And that was the day of, of me realizing that I, I had, I had so much control with the right guidance. And that was very empowering to me. And it also was a reality check in what I already knew that God's ways, we have strayed so much from the way he created things and what I believe the plants and the foods and the things of the earth that he gave us. And I had just strayed so far from that, that my body really needed help in getting back to those things and living a cleaner, purer lifestyle. So in a nutshell, that kind of wraps up my health portion. But that was the first monumental thing in my life that I would say, I conquered with my decision of setting out to do something for myself. Most people would just go to the doctor, get that diagnosis, get on the medication, wouldn't think twice, possibly wind up with side effects from the medication. Now you've got medications for the side effects. And you know, that's life for most people. But I decided to go against the flow, swim against the current of mainstream, you know, medicine, if you will because my doctor would have never recommended this. He would have said, this is not reversible. This isn't something you can deal with naturally. Um, but I, I did it and I have been free from it. Uh, gosh, it's been, I think about 16 years I've been free. Wow, wow, yeah. that's
0: crazy. I, um, I just, you have to be, I just had this conversation with um, a client of mine yesterday about being your own advocate. Like you, you, you put a lot of weight into the doctors of them knowing, right. And they are very, this is not an anti-doctor. Please don't get me there. Do you know what I mean? This is not anti-meds. It's not anti-doctor. Right. Because there is a place for it. Yes, absolutely. But you, no one knows your body more than you do, you know, and you have to listen to your body in so many different ways and that there's so many natural ways to help you. Like you said, this is not, God did not design us to be on medication, every day. Yes, you know, it's there for a purpose, but not to live on your body doesn't need medication to live on.
1: Right? Well, and what I realized in this process is that our food is so far from what it should be. Yes. So we just aren't maybe aware of that, or they've got hidden ingredients in it, which actually should not be consumed. But the food labeling and the uh, just the food industry in general is Mm -hmm. not very mindful of our health. And so it's really, we're unknowingly consuming things that are harming us. And then of course, all we know to do is to go to the doctors, assuming that they know these things too, but in reality, they don't. Um, We actually have a friend that is just pretty fresh out of medical school. I think he graduated like three or four years ago and he went through medical school with a holistic mindset And he became, you know, became a medical doctor, but he took that and is now practicing what they call holistic functional medicine. So he's addressing people's health in more of this natural way, awakening them to this whole other paradigm of looking at your health and detoxing and cleansing and being more mindful of um, what you're putting in your body, which is ultimately a big piece of what's making us sick. So and there this, are times where, you know, doctors medication need to come into play, but I will say more often than what you might think there is an alternative out there. And so that's at least where my grit and determination came from was to see see if I could overcome this even though they told me I couldn't and right. I was able to. I think the biggest thing is and don't you agree
0: what you don't know you don't know. Exactly. And that's where a lot of people just really, you don't know, like it's sad because life is busy. And if you don't decide to, to dive in and really learn, you don't know, you know, yeah. I mean, in, an in ingredients you trust, we trust the FDA. We trust that, you know, mm-hmm. and the more that you dive in, you realize that, like you said, there's so many harmful ingredients into our in our food now. And it's starting very young, like we're giving this to our children. And then you're wondering why they're having all of these issues early in life, really, and truly. Um, right, and it's sad, right. And it's because what you're what they're eating, literally what they're consuming every day,
1: right? Yeah, we are what so we eat different. Yes. And so many environmental toxins and then even goes back to birth, which would be maybe a nice segue (laughs) because, uh, as you said, I'm a birth doula. And so here I was, uh, I was able to reverse that uh, that autoimmune disease and, you know, had my first son and uh, that ended up in a C-section. And I didn't really know much then. I I knew that I wanted to try and have a natural birth, but I didn't equip myself in the ways that I should have. But like you just said, you don't know what you don't know. So I took a hospital birth class thinking that would be enough. Like what more would I need? I I didn't even know where to look or how I would need to prepare. But I just knew I wanted to try and have a natural birth. I honestly would say I didn't feel equipped to do that, but I just went for it anyway. And we have the class under our belt. And so looking back at that situation, I learned that I really didn't need a C-section. And now me being a birth doula in Southern California, I can say, unfortunately, California can tend to be a little bit notorious for giving more C-sections than what are needed. I know not every state is like that, But a lot of our birthing community around here would back me in saying there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of congestion in the hospitals and not a lot of time to, you know, let things unfold naturally. And that's just every state and every uh, birth setting is different. And every doctor, you know, so quicker is not better. Exactly. And so I uh, had that experience under my belt. I felt very. I felt very robbed of my birth experience. I felt I was kind of kicking myself that I didn't do a little bit more research. I didn't prepare myself, but yet again, I didn't know what I didn't know. Right. So then that experience is what really propelled me into researching. Okay, now it's time to get serious. I will have another baby one day and I'm not going to go through that experience again. I want to have this natural experience. And that was just a desire upon my heart. Some mamas, I encounter them all the time. They're like, Oh, sign me up for a C-section. You know, like I want that. And kudos to you, if that's you, just my personal ideal was that I wanted to experience that natural childbirth experience. C-section, you know, you don't get to see your baby right away and you just feel very disconnected. And now being a birth doula, I've actually, had to help some moms that have had past C-sections kind of process some of the deep emotions that some women carry. And it's been a whole new eye-opening experience to see that birth can leave an imprint on mom that a lot of women might not even be aware of. They just kind of stuff it and move on. Um, and others, moms uh, are very present with that and they carry that with them. And especially when they hire a doula and someone like me, that's like, okay, well, let's talk through your last birth. And then all this stuff comes up. And and, and sometimes even in that moment, she realizes, okay, like, I guess this was more traumatic than what I wanted or, you know, what uh, I desire definitely for this next birth, which is usually why I'm hired. So to clarify what a birth doula is, is it's a birth coach. So I am trained to be the mental, emotional, physical support for mom. I don't replace dad. I actually work alongside dads. It's particularly helpful to have a birth doula. If you know, your husband maybe isn't that hands-on. I'm often hired by the couple to create and help guide the birth experience to be as pleasant as possible, as well as help mom achieve her goals, which is usually a natural childbirth. And, you know, dads don't know exactly how to be. Some just are kind of naturally gifted and others maybe not so much. So (laughs) I come in, especially in the hospital, might I say, birth doulas are extra helpful. And because they can help navigate different positions in the bed, different, um, hands-on techniques that can help like alleviate pain and be that constant encouragement. And in your ear, like you've got this, like feeding your mindset that you can do this because when the mom has the desire to do it, it's within her to do it. But will she get weak? Will she get tired at times? Will she consider giving up? Yes. But if she has someone to hold her accountable, that's that birth doula. I'm not going to sway in that. And unless, you know, there is a circumstance and she does come to a place where we are changing paths for some reason. Right. So, that's what a birth doula is. But, uh, I did my research. I talked to other midwives. Once I found out like what midwives were, I didn't even know what midwives were. I talked to other doulas. I got their opinion on my experience. I even got my, my birth report from the hospital. Who does that? Right. I'm kind of crazy over here. And I actually sat down with a midwife with my husband and we, we wanted her to look it over. And, and I, I this validation like can you see any reason why i needed to be surgically cut open to have my baby cuz that's major abdominal surgery and it comes with extra side effects and then it sets mom up for usually another c-section after so um basically she said no and we talked through what my next birth could look like uh mind you this was at about the time i think i was early in pregnancy with my second Highly considering all sorts of options, considering if I needed to like wait at home and then run to the hospital at like a seven or eight, I didn't know what we were going to do, but then we ended up talking about home birth and I was pleasantly surprised as was my husband to hear her discuss the low risks of home birth. Mm Mm-hmm even with a VBAC. And, and she, mind, mind you, she did need to look at my report to see how they sutured me, which did play into the risk factor. But she thought I was a great candidate. And so we decided to start off at home. And if we needed to go to the hospital, we would. But anyway, ended up having a beautiful, incredibly amazing and empowering. Empowering is really what it, what, what it boiled down to for me with my second birth and that experience now in looking back. Okay. So I, here I was again, I was going against the current uh, of society. Home birth back 11 years ago was not as popular as what it is today. It's gaining momentum. Mm-hmm. It's not as weird. It's like all over Instagram now. You know, I see it all the time. But when I told a couple friends and family back then that that's what we were, what we were doing, uh, I got some major concern and probably a little bit cross-eyed of like, why would you do such a thing? And I think there's more education on it, and we won't go into that. But I just wanted to make a point that. I found myself in who I authentically was in these experiences that caught me off guard, that in some ways rocked my world, and I wanted to explore other options in my health, in my birth. And what, what could that be like? And in that exploration and in me having that courage to seek that out and go against the norm, I found myself, I found myself in these places. And so that wound up me becoming a birth doula, me desiring to empower other women with my health, like I said, like now I'm a health advocate, you know, um, sharing supplements and educating on that. So all in all, uh, it's really been these, like, I, I encourage, I encourage you that's listening to take these moments where you feel like there's no way out or like just these circumstances happen to you. And you, you're just supposed to go with the norm of society and 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 consider what are those alternate options and And ask yourself, am I brave enough to go explore that other side? Because I believe that there could be a whole new you, a whole new purpose, um a whole new life journey waiting on the other side of that. And that's what it's been for me.
0: Oh, I love it. I always ask at the end of the episodes for you to tell us a dare. And you just wrap that all up in there. Like, dare to be brave, to go after what you really want, um, to ask the questions and to kind of go against the grain. Not everybody knows you and no one knows you better than yourself. So if it's been put on your heart, there's a reason why it's been put on your heart. Correct?
1: Yes, absolutely. Yes. And, and, really and I feel like we f- might fight that or suppress that or just society tells us like, oh, well, this is just the path I have to go, or this is the path that, you know, whatever authority or whatever is being recommended to me says I have to go. But that's where I I, I would I would say that I've really taken an ownership in my life to make sure that the decision I'm making is my decision. Yes. Because these yes. weren't recommendations by other people if I would have gone with the recommendations, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be who I am. I wouldn't be in this place of, you know, now I've learned and had this journey of conquering better health and, you know, autoimmunity and, you know, going from a C-section to what they call a VBAC home birth, which is not common. It happens, but it's not common. And so that's really what my dare and challenge would be. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And can you leave us, how
0: can our audience like best support you? Where can they find you? What is your new, I know you have a new
1: Instagram page. Um, how can we find you and support you? So my new Instagram is actually autumn, A-U-T-U-M-N dot Maclees, M-C-L-E-E-S. And um, you'll find me over there talking about health and birth and beyond, because now I have kind of capitalized on this whole, this whole alternate way of living, you know, thinking outside the box, outside of the norm. And it's really founded in principles of health and knowing better so that we can do better. But um, all in all, that's what you'll find over there. So I hope to see ya. And I absolutely love that. Knowing
0: better so we can do better. That is it. That is a great, that is a great tagline. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So well, thank you so much, y'all. And go out and support Autumn. And we can't wait to hear more from you. And I know she's got some upcoming things. And I can't wait to see what she's got in the wings. Have a blessed day, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to Unapologetically Authentic with your host, myself, Erin Reniger. Please take the time to rate, review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. I would really appreciate it. It really helps me learn and grow and get the word out there. Go ahead and share this motivation right now. I'm so excited to be here. If you're looking to learn more about me and get to know me just a little bit better, you can always find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as Aaron Renniger. Thanks so much, y'all. Have a very blessed day.